When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident, and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Monopoly Go. It's halftime and the scoreboard's not looking good. You're not sure you can pull out a win? That's when you say to yourself, it's time to get back in the game, pull off some bank heists and take as much of my friend's money as I possibly can. That's right. The hit mobile game, Monopoly Go. Let you compete with your friends to be the biggest tycoon ever. I might do this with my high school friends. We used to play Monopoly all the time. It's the Monopoly you love, but on your phone anytime with tons of new twists, including leaderboards to compare your progress. There's so much to do. Play on countless dynamic Monopoly boards. Make your friends bankrupt by smashing their landmarks with a wrecking ball. Charge other players rent for your iconic properties. Maybe you'll even play against me. I'm great at Monopoly. You could even work with your friends to crack open community chests and in tournaments to get extra rewards. Get back out there. Put on your game face. Download Monopoly Go. Now free on the App Store or Google Play. Hey, if you missed part one of the two-part Sunday Night Podcast, a little special edition, me and Ryan Rossillo and Joe House broke down the Kyrie Irving trade as well as a bunch of trade deadline stuff and the ramifications of that trade on some of the other things that might happen. You go listen to that. Coming up here, part two. Our scheduled guest for today was Cousin Sal, as always, during football season on Sundays. We're still doing it. Part two is going to be us going through all the Super, Pro, Super Bowl props, as well as a very, very lively parent corner. So that is all next. First, once again, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, Cousin Salas here. We're taping this part of the podcast. Part two, five o'clock Pacific time. The big Super Bowl props extravaganza. The Gary Russell Award. Are we, it's, the, it's the Gary Russell Award still, right? We never changed it? It is. A Gary Russell annual no-name player prop of the year. But uh, the fact that this has to be part two, you I, I feel bad for you that you've you used to know what's important, and now you really, you really just lost all. I mean, who gives a crap that Kyrie Irving? He's gonna be dealt three more times between now and Thursday. <laughs> he probably what are we will. Doing? Yeah, he's just getting passed around. Um, I am getting more and more excited for this football game. Yeah, the line has not budged. It has been one and a half. It is just sitting there. There's no direction either way. 
there's tease potential, there's parlay potential, there's adjusted line potential, there's all these different things. You know, I know you're going to give out your pick on extra points later this week, but mm. are you are you leaning toward anybody at this point? Because I have a hard lean that I think has affected some of my props. Really? Uh, yeah. Yes, I'm leaning a little bit. I'll give it out at the end of the week. I was not surprised to think that a lot of people were taking Cincinnati over Kansas City. I am surprised that so many are taking Philadelphia now that we saw what Holmes could do. That's not saying that I'm going to whatever. I, I, I've i talked to some experts who think this could move to a pick em. So if you're looking at the Chiefs at all for on a teaser, don't look too long. Do, do it now so you can grab the seven and a half or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this one. It's a great matchup. Yeah, there's on Fando, there was an adjusted Chiefs plus seven and a half, Eagles plus seven and a half. So like more value than a Ooh. tease, right? Because you're getting to move the Eagles right. nine points. That's minus 120 right now on Fando. So you're basically saying, nice I think middle. this game will be seven points or less, and I have no idea who's going to win. And I think most people feel like this is going to be a close game. So I, I thought that was, I thought the odds would be way higher for that. So, but that's the point is like, as long as it's in this, one and a half thing. You have all these options. If you left the Chiefs, you just pull them back to seven and a half, tease them with the over under, whatever you want to do, and go nuts with it. Yeah, I don't... that's a gigantic middle that you just mentioned. The seven on both sides. Seven. You know, you're you're safe at seven point loss or win both ways. That's yeah. I'm trying to think good. how we would get screwed. It would like the <laughs> Eagles win 31-23. Well, because... a lateral at the end. We got <laughs> this has to end in a lateral, right? This season's been so yeah. effed up. We got it's got to end in a lateral. I'm gonna start. We we love going through all these props, and you have a million of them. I'm gonna start us off with a prop I've been thinking about because you just mentioned that lateral. So we've seen this. I feel like this has become not quite an epidemic, <laughs> but more than ever, these situations where the team is losing at the end, they try the stupid lateral thing and it gets, you say they're a fumble or it gets picked off or whatever. And all of a sudden there's this extra touchdown out of all the times this has happened in NFL history. I feel like half of them have been like this season. Yeah. So I was wondering like, was there a way to bet on this? So if you think Philly's going to win, there's a bet last TD score and you could say Philly defense. Mm-hmm for this play that doesn't even have a name. It's like Stanford Bizarro Band, I guess would be the name or whatever Pretty we want to call it, like the lateral fuck job, whatever you want to nickname it. <laughs> I think that's what it's called, yeah. Lateral fuck it's... job. So what do you think the odds would be for the Philly defense to score the last touchdown of the game? So they have, um, they have field goals, right? They have offense, they have safety, and then Philly defense would be 12 to 1? 38 to 1. Wow. Wow. So you can basically bet on the bizarro Stanford band gambling fuck job play. You could actually have money on this, or it could just be like a pick six touchdown or a fumble <laughs> touchdown or whatever. I thought 38 to one were like great odds. Oh, yeah, I'm making that my prop that. of the day, Sal. You got to do that. That's great. And what's it might as well take the chief side too, because they could be up to and the same stupid thing could happen with a kickoff with eight seconds left or something. Right. What's oh, that? I like 40, what you're thinking. So you're thinking to one or something. What, what would they? Yeah. Be? That's going to be a little higher. I'll find 
Yeah, go, you talk and I'll find it. The one last week with the Chiefs and Bengals, I watched it a bunch of times, and this is how the Super Bowl ends, right? It's already four and a half hour game, and they'll review this last lateral play that we're making up in our heads for another 40 right. minutes, so we're not done with football. But that Bengals player was not down. I've watched it a bunch of times, and so many people had the Bengals plus seven and a half on the teaser. That would have been a complete disaster. Uh, the last uh, fuck job fumble, whatever you call it at the end. Should we come up with a name for that now? That's going to be tough to top. Fuck job fumble. (laughs) I don't see like Romo saying that on a CBS broadcast. (laughs) Oh, Jim, it's a fuck job fumble. He should. My God, Jim. (laughs) Everyone hates him anyway for some unknown reason. He might as well start throwing the F-bombs out there. Um, It's a known reason. He signed a contract for $18 million a year and he immediately moved into fuck that guy mode. You never want to be in fuck that guy mode. I know, but who the hell's lying about leaks, about inter- interventions, an intervention in the offseason? Come on. It's really stupid. I like that bet, though. That's a good prop. I'm writing that down. 38 I to can't one. find the Chiefs one, but I assume it's got to be 42 to 1. I mean, there's. Yeah. I feel like there are more props than ever before. Yeah. And you like- even find more, but I mean, just going on. I was on FanDuel for like four hours today, just like, mm-hmm. oh. Oh, that one. I have a whole dock of things that I liked. I'm sure. And they still have a bunch coming. They don't even have the cross-board parlays yet, which they will by the end of the week. But I think when we started this almost 15 years ago, there must have been like 75 Super Bowl props. And we would just talk about them ad nauseum. Now there's right. there's thou I'm not even making it up. There's like three thousand unique outcomes. And so I don't know. I think it's when you became a billionaire. They're like, all right, we might as well expand, <laughs> see how much we can get from them. I, it would be fun to rerun like our first Super Bowl props pod we ever did, which I we I don't even remember us doing it for Pat's Giants, but I do remember us doing it for Steelers Cardinals because that led to the Gary oh, Russell yeah. prop. Yeah, for but sure. I I you're probably right. Like it was probably these basic like over under yards and there was like a Gatorade prop and yeah, it was like three pages. It was yeah. two or three pages. It wasn't Yeah, you could print them out and we would do, mm-hmm. if we did it in person, it wasn't like seventy five pages of props. Now it is. Right. Yeah, for sure. So have you talked to yourself into this game? Like just in general, like being excited about it? Oh, I always like it. Okay. Yeah. I know. I, I, people ought to get done and there, nobody's done with the referee talk and everything. I, I, I think it's sad that that dominated the conversation for the week. We should be focusing on Mahomes and his greatness and his heroics by sports standards, at least right for that game. But everybody, everybody just wanted to kill the refs and probably the worst game we've seen officiated, but. I yeah. got a hot take. Isaiah, turn the TikTok camera on. I got a hot take here. <laughs> Refereeing is tough. It's yeah. hard. It's either that it or all of our favorite sports are playing a huge practical joke on us, right? Because we hate the officiating in every sport, baseball, hockey, basketball, forget it. Uh, you, you never stop uh, bitching about the refs, anybody. And I just think it's tough. And I don't think like, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where people on the field will make better than like 70% correct calls because the players are so fast and they're so big and nobody knows who's covering the nose of a football as it hits the ground or it doesn't. Yeah. I think there could be better job of like booth review and communication between the refs and New York or wherever, but I don't think it's ever, you're just going to be a crying fan for the rest of your life if you think this is getting any better. Replay seems like it's fucked it up too. And the, the yeah. ability to just slow things down. We did not have in like the late 70s. Mm-hmm. What was the famous, the Oilers-Steelers game when the guy, Oilers got absolutely screwed? Was that Mike the, Renfro? The Zapruder film? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, repl- <laughs> okay. I know what you're saying. Yes, there was a Renfro thing. Yeah. That, yeah which that was, was one it. of the plays credited to like 
eventually started the instant replay momentum. But we only had like three angles of that. Now there's like right. 700. It's like amazing if we don't have the angle right away, like the Devontae Smith play last week. Yeah, there's nothing at all you'll ever be able to do about that Devontae Smith play where a team could just rush up to the line of scrimmage and people are still screwing, screaming at the refs like, how did they get that wrong? It's like, well, you just saw the replay twice and got it wrong. I don't know. I, I just think it's lazy to get on the refs uh, so much. But I'm excited for the game. I do think the two best teams, you would think the way people complain about the officiating that we have the Texans and Bears in the Super Bowl. But no, we have the two best teams. So play it out. You know, it's a fun way to think about the officiating for the people that get so bent out of shape. It fixes some stuff. Mm -hmm. But then there's other stuff where, like, you know, it'll be like uh, they'll show some I don't know whether Mahomes released the pass on time, whether it was a fumble or he was throwing it, you know, and they slow mm -hmm. it down. And then they're showing the replay and Mahomes gets clubbed in the head by defensive lineman, whoever. Right? right. And it's like, oh, they missed that. That was a blow to the head. It's like, well, they didn't see it in the moment, so we can't review it. Right. So we care about reviewing this stuff to get it right. But as we're reviewing it, if we notice other things in the play that are definitely a penalty, it's like, no, oh, that's off limits. So like, what are we doing? We're reviewing some know. stuff, not other stuff. I don't get it. Is the goal to get it right or what? Yeah, but so get it right upstairs in the booth and don't have these idiots running around on the field trying to sort it out. If there really is an eye in the sky, yeah. like let that guy say what happened and then we, we won't have to worry about it as much. Well, what happened when we had that expedited stuff in that round two? All of a sudden, they had this new expedited thing, and then all of a sudden, we didn't have it anymore. Right, in football. Remember I don't know. that that Wasn't... one? All of a sudden, they were like, "Oh, they they expedited it, and it was actually not mm -hmm. a catch." It's like, when did this roll? I watch football every week. Where did this yeah, come yeah. from? And it, it, that's fair in terms of like not making some teams throw the red flag and and forcing others yeah. to. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's all part of the script, you know that. When you said something was sad and you mentioned Damashek. I thought you were going to say it was sad when Damashek tweeted about the 17th anniversary of the Steelers beating the Seahawks was an actual tweet and <laughs> tweeted a Willie Parker play who was celebrating the 17th anniversary of the worst Super Bowl of the 21st century. Uh, People sitting ever around for that. Talk about, ever going to talk about penalties? Come on. Oh my <laughs> God. That's the most rigged Super Bowl of the, of this century. There you go. That's so much better. I got your back <laughs> Seattle fans. I tweeted today about the 35th anniversary of one of the most seminal moments of our entire lives. Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah. Beating Hulk Hogan with yeah. help from an evil twin referee. That was right. still like one of the great TV moments of the entire 80s. That is an anniversary tweet, not the 17th anniversary of <laughs> Willie Parker's touchdown run in a game where Ben Roethlisberger threw for like 20 yards and they won the game. Look how fast he is. Yeah. Oh, Talk Willie about, Parker. Oh. The officiating in pro wrestling is the worst. They miss everything. They got their backs turned. They're evil not paying twins. attention. Yeah, evil twins, fast counts, slow counts. Come on. Start the there. The funniest part on. of that whole, I I I watched that clip like three times. Andre tries to, um, I guess like suplex Hogan or something when he's about mm -hmm. to pin him. And he kind of, and he just can't get him up. And he just kind of <laughs> flings him sideways. He's like, oh! yeah. Hogan has to sell it. Um, but yeah, it brought back some great memories. All right, let's talk props. Where do you want to start? Well, I'll, you know, I have, I have some quarterback props. I have some running back props. I kind of went in order there. If you want, you want to do something like that, like go. There's a yeah. prop I saw on FanDuel actually. Most playoff passing yards. So this is cumulative, obviously. I Mahomes saw that one. That was a good one. This is a good one. So Mahomes is minus 950, even though he's 200 yards behind Burrow, who obviously isn't going to get any more. 
Uh, Hertz is 275. He's not going to count. He's not going to catch 721. So Burrow, I'm looking at it six to one. There's a world where Mahomes stays under 200 yards, right? God forbid he gets injured. God forbid for the viewing, part, you know, and, and the way this game as uh, us sitting in and watching a Super Bowl. If, he, if you're basically saying Mahomes could get hurt or miss some or all the game, and you can collect six to one on Burrow, I really like that. I loved it as well. And I tried to think about scenarios where he doesn't throw for 201 yards, which I think is either he gets injured, re-injures his ankle. Mm-hmm. There's another, like, there might be two pass interference plays where it's like right. another 70 yards or 80 yards, but he doesn't get credit for it because it's P.I. instead. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs, maybe they have a lead. Maybe the Eagles have the ball a lot. Maybe the Chiefs only have the ball for like 23 minutes. Yeah. It's not inconceivable. You know, especially if they like try to take away the passing and they're like, run on us. We're not going to let you pass on us. So, yeah, I thought six to one. You're basically betting on on him hurting the ankle again, which is kind of. Yeah, I was trying to look at any other odds that you could definitely cash on if Mahomes missed like even a quarter, you know, and I think like that's that's the one for sure. Yeah. So the Mahomes props, I think for the most part for me are a stay away because I still don't understand if he's hurt, if he's not hurt, was he hurt the last game? All of it is confusing to me. And we know this Philly pass rush is mm. going to be the toughest pass rush he's You're not faced. Saying it. You're not pash, saying it right. Sorry, pass, pass rush. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So I don't, to me, it's mostly a stay away, but I like this bet. Burrow six to one. Joe Burrow's like, wait, I, you guys can bet on me. This is, I thought I was out of the playoffs. <laughs> is there going to be a in? cutaway to him? Does he get to make a speech at the end? If he has the most <laughs> passing efforts. Well, they had that oh, other man. one where it's the rushing one that McCaffrey has 238 and Sanders has 132. Yeah. So Sanders would need, Sanders is six to one. He'd need 108 yards. You're betting 109 yards for Miles Sanders at six to one odds. Seems a little high. That's pretty good. Yeah. So what's his over under, I think? Oh, just, just not nearly that high. No, it's like 50 or 60 or something, right? It's in there somewhere. They have those rushing props, like any player to rush for a hundred yards plus Mm -hmm. 310 is yes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they don't have some of the stuff yet. You're right. Well, Gainwell went over 100. He had 112, right, against the Giants, was it? So, yeah, yeah. I think that it's not going to be a Chief player. That's the only thing. They have they have Chiefs under 100 yards is pretty good. I also like um, Chiefs no – well, now I'm passing the quarterbacks, but we'll go back. Chiefs no rushing touchdowns, plus 126. It's kind of tough for them to get a rushing touchdown. They had none in either playoff game. Pacheco had one that was called back. Mahomes yep. isn't running one in. They have so many options from the three yard line and they're all like shuffle passes. Right. So I, I kind of like that as a plus money chiefs. No, yeah, you're right. It, Cause the shuffle pass is a run play for them, but it counts as a pass for the props. Yeah. They're rarely on the one yard line. They're always on like the three or four. Yeah. And a lot of times they end up either going backwards cause Mahomes took a sack or an intentional grounding or something, mm-hmm. or they don't get it. There was a bet. You can bet on Pacheco's first TD. You see this one? It's either rushing is plus 188, mm. receiving is plus 750, which includes the shuffle pass, which is why I marked that down. And then no TD is minus 168. But I thought the receipt, uh, Pacheco's first TD will be a receiving TD plus 750. Those odds seem really high to me. That's good. That's really good. Because that could also be like a 25 yarder or a 30 yarder, right? Which he's yeah. prone to do. I, I think. I did. The thing that worries me about Pacheco is I do feel like he's like the sexy guy this year. 
right. where it's like people are like, oh, Pacheco over this, over that. Well, like that's something you have to work out with your wife. But yeah, no, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know. There's another one right around seven to one. It's actually seven to one that Pacheco catches the first Chiefs pass. And he's seven to one, and Kelsey is like plus two forty. I think it's definitely one of those two guys. I wouldn't say definitely, but you know, Mahomes wants to get loose, a little four four little yard check pass. down. Yeah, yeah, either one of those I think is good. Seven to one. Pacheco had the first catch I think last game, or the one before. There's a combined. Fanduel doesn't have this yet, but I've seen it elsewhere. Um, Pacheco combined yards, which I think is a really fun thing to bet on. The combined rushing receiving. Mm-hmm. And the number seems to be around 64 and a half, 65. Dave Tooley had it on, on Vissen. Oh. Um, the, I looked it up. Nine of the last 10 games, he's hit at least 60 oh, for wow. the rushing receiving combined. Really, when oh, he started good. playing 10 games ago. So I'm yeah. keeping an eye on that whenever that gets posted because the good thing about him is he can still affect the game even if he's not running the ball, right? Or if they feel like they can run the ball on the Eagles, which is probably something they're going to have to consider. Um, I mean, the Eagles have the, they have the 21st rush defense. By he DVOA. runs hard. Yeah. He runs, he runs hard. hard. He runs, He'll he break runs one. pissed off. He's always pissed off. Right. So that, that's the kind of back you want there. Yeah. They'll, they're his, not going to take him out of the game plan. Even if they're way up or way down, he'll still be involved. I like that. And his over under was 15 and a half for receiving yards, which seems way too low to me because they run wheel routes with him. They run little yeah. screens with him. I just feel like I think he's going to have if they win, I think he has a huge impact on the game. I really could like be him. one could be one reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was looking got? at MVP. Well, I don't think there's a lot of flexibility on the chief side for MVP. Um, I like Mahomes at plus one third. I know it's only supposed to be for one. There's just this one game, but they will marvel at what he did last game and how he kept this team alive if they do win. So I think if you like the chiefs to win the game, I think one thirty is, is better than the plus one Oh six. You'll get for them on the money line on the, on the Eagle side. I think it could be a bunch Wait, of hold guys. Up. Can I stop you on the chiefs? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So we did this last year, right? Cup cup MVP. Yeah. Which I ended up betting on and cup became the first non QB MVP in a few years. I think mm-hmm. it would have to be a scenario like that where Kelsey they win a game that's like relatively close and Kelsey is just doing everything. And that's the yeah. only way I think that Mahomes doesn't, if the Chiefs win, Mahomes doesn't win. If he's like 245, maybe throws two picks, but Kelsey has like 11 catches for 120. Right. At TD and three third down catches on the last drive. We've seen guys win in that scenario. So the Kelsey part worries me a little. I just think they'll give him. I know what you're saying. He had 14 receptions, what, in that first playoff game? Or, or no, they love so, Mahomes. You don't have to sell me in. They'll defer to Mahomes. Yeah, I think that's what it'll be. The other thing, but, but let's work backwards. What if it is a 19-16 game? You don't expect it, but you know you didn't expect the low-scoring Rams-Patriots game and whatever. Yeah. Um, then maybe, I don't know, maybe it is worth putting money on Redick at 34-1 to or Chris Jones at 50-1, to like if a defensive player is going to win. Those are the only other two I'd really um, lean on a little bit. I had, I wrote down Kelsey 12 to one for MVP. I just thought the odds were pretty good because Cup was, Cup was what last year? He's probably like minus, plus 280, something like plus 300. He wasn't nearly. Yeah, in the three, four right in there. Yep. The other ones, a non QB wins MVP is plus 260. I thought that was a good one because then that opens it up for Chris Jones and Hassan Reddick and mm-hmm. 
you know, one of the receivers or Kelsey, whoever. And then defensive MVP was plus 790. And this could right. be a year where like somebody on Philly or, or like Chris Jones just goes nuts and has like three and a half sacks and a strip strip sack and whatever. And hey, what it's was the play. game? Was Bosa the MVP? I remember us, us texting back and forth. It was like the fourth quarter. It was at least the early fourth quarter. San Francisco, Kansas City. The game City, Jimmy like, G overthrew the yeah. guy for the winning touchdown. We thought Bosa was going to win the MVP. That was against the Chiefs. Yeah, had yeah. they not won, they probably would have. They had, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, maybe, one. maybe it's interesting. What did you have for the Philly side? I just, I just like Hassan Reddick, but I think it's hurts if they win. I think they. I don't, I don't know if you can give it to any of these other guys: Smith, Brown, Sanders. I go. I got Reddick and, and Hertz on that side, but I will say this about Hertz: I like his over rushing attempts. Twelve and a half is minus one twenty two. He's at thirteen or more in six games. He's averaged about ten since his return. He had eleven last week. I think he takes off more against this defense. And if you like the Eagles to win, you might get three free ones in the form of kneel downs at the end. So I think rushing Ooh. attempts is safer than rushing yards because the, the kneel downs at the end could kill you. Talk about that Chiefs. 49ers game. I think Mahomes had the over in rushing yards and then lost like 18 on three knee yeah. nail downs and lost it. It was a, it was a miserable, miserable uh, bed ache for everybody out there. So I like uh, over 12 and a half rushes for Hertz. It's a little savvy gambling, savvy yeah. veteran gambling advice from you. Thank you. I don't even want to say it out loud, really. Um, cut that out, Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking a, a break and we'll come back okay. with more. So one of the things I was looking at when you have a weird line like this is you can jack either the over or the under with the adjusted line way up or way down to get the odds you want, right? Like Philly mm -hmm. is minus 122, minus 124 range. And if you think they're going to win, you could jack up the under to 63 and a half. Yeah. Put it with the Eagles money line. That's even odds. Now I don't have to pay a VIG and it's like the odds of this game getting to 64 points, I think is low. Right. Um, or you could do the same thing if you wanted with the, uh, with the chiefs, you could do like, you know, over 30, but I think the way with that way, the money line, the way it is, you can basically just get rid of the vague. If you want to get a little creative, get rid of it. They should get rid of it. Anyway, all these sports books, this, that's the way you thank us for the year. Right. Well, then this it's be like so a Christmas true. bonus. I'm looking at, uh, heads and tails. They're still charging minus one Oh four. Can we get one break, even on the coin toss? <laughs> Look, it's not one-stop shopping. People are not just going to bet the coin toss. They're going to go on your site, whoever you are, and they're going to they're going to buy. They're going to buy many, many minus. Yeah, it should be minus one hundred and one. It should be even. It should be like a tiny, it's a coin toss. It's a freaking tiny. coin toss. They're making out. By the way, heads for the last five. They had a really good run in the seventies. I was looking. I think they were just one-sided coins back then. But tails as the overall overall lead, twenty-nine, twenty-seven. Heads four to five. I would say heads. But get rid of the big, please. I did some research. I know. Mm -hmm. I know you're as proud of me whenever I do research. The largest lead bet of, of yeah. cousin Sal favorite over the years. It's fourteen oh, and a half this year. Mm -hmm. So if you go, I went back. I looked at the last twenty Super Bowls to see how many times it went over 14 in the game. How many times do you think in the last 20? I, I got a little bit of a heads up here because I know it's like seven out of eight or something that it's gone under and only the Chiefs Bucks was there, right? So I'm going to say uh, six went over. The under 20. is 16 and four in yeah. the last 20 years. 
Crazy. The Super Bowls, Tampa, Kansas City, New, uh, New England, Atlanta, San Francisco, Baltimore, and Green Bay, Pittsburgh are the only ones that went over. Yeah, and this is weird because people don't understand. When we were growing up, there was not a, you couldn't find a good Super Bowl, right? And then even like yeah. when we were in college, like 49-26, what was the, what was that, Chargers, yeah. 49ers and stuff? They were all no, the entire 90s, terrible. the Super Bowl sucked for, Yeah, I, I think, yeah. every single year except that Rams-Titans one and the one of the Broncos ones was fun. Mm -hmm. Broncos-Packers? Broncos-Packers. Packers right. wasn't bad for three quarters, and then we kicked off to Desmond Howard like fucking morons. Right. There you um, go. No, if you want to make a case that the NFL is rigged, which a lot of people are trying to make Sunday and Monday, and obviously it'd be really hard to rig a professional sports league. But if you want to make the case, it's the fact that the Super Bowl has gotten incredibly competitive in the 21st century. That you could say it's parody, or you could say this doesn't match up with what we watched during the season when there's blowouts all the time. Mm -hmm. And then the biggest game of the year just always happens to come down in the fourth quarter. It's pretty interesting. Well, meanwhile, the, the biggest example of that was your punk ass team Patriots 28, three over the Falcons that, that really like, yeah, I was like, if you could change one outcome of any Super Bowl, I'm sorry, Simmons, that's the one I'm changing. Um, either what? that, either that or the Seattle one, because I was with you, all you hard headed Boston fans, you have the famous or unfamous. And that was just, I had so much money on Seattle. Which one would you, which Super Bowl would you change if it didn't involve your team? If it didn't involve my team, yeah. Well, first of all, the Pats, the Pat yeah. Seattle Super Bowl, that whole day is in the running for the greatest day of my life. Terrible. Um, this is a great question. Thank you. I should have given you more time. No, I really, I really want to answer this correctly. Um, Ravens Giants. No, I I won like incredible amounts of money in that game. I love that. I love that yeah. Super Bowl. Ravens 49ers, the one we were there, the blackout game? Yeah, I think it's that one, at least for this century. I, mm -hmm. I intensely dislike that Ravens team. I never understood the dairy antler thing with Ray Lewis. Mm -hmm. I think we bet on the Niners. I thought Kaepernick was really fun that year to watch. We were all at the game, and we had the blackout, yeah. and it right. felt like they were going to come down and win. Remember, they was like first down and goal to go from like the four, and they were yeah. going to punch it in, and then they just kind of fucked it up. They ran weird plays, and they lost. I did something. That was Grantland back then, right? Yeah. It was Yeah. I did something where I was going to hug the fans of the losing team. And it was a close game, obviously, with a few minutes left. And Jacoby was producing that. He's like, okay, let's go. I was like, whoa, what the hell do you mean? Let's go. He's like, yeah, you yeah. got to miss the rest of the game. I didn't see the rest. I mean, I saw it on replay. Uh, but I was like, all right, who am I hugging? Niners fans? Ravens fans? No, you did fans? that for Jimmy's show. Oh, uh, okay. And Wait, we were producing we... it. We were producing right. it for Jimmy's show, but That's we had to, you had to hug the fans. Yeah. And we never like, guessed the part that it would come down to the last second. <laughs> yeah. Because Super Bowls aren't supposed to be close. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. I really, the Rams Titans one, I think mm. it would have been so much more fun if Kevin Dyson had scored. Right. But then right. that would then have gone to OT yeah. at that point. We'd never yeah. had an OT Super Bowl and that, and he just almost made it. But I remember being really, Really disappointed in that one. So you would get rid of the Seattle Pats one. Oh, yeah. I hated you, you guys celebrating. And I think I lost the most money in that, too. And they were winning and just the, the way it ended. But, yeah, I think uh, Grossman beating Peyton would have been the funniest result, right? If you could change that. That's a really good one. You know what's <laughs> funny? I was looking up these over-under uh, lead things, and I got yeah. to that game. The Bears were winning that game, like, late in the second <laughs> quarter. I totally kickback. forgot. 
Like yeah, now, yeah. years later, it's like, oh, and then they rolled over Rex Grossman. It's like, nah, that game was like close. Uh, I was terrified. Rex Grossman, I, you could imagine how much money line money I had on the Colts and it, it rained harder and harder and the Colts were down. I was like, oh man, this is no good. I, uh, I, Pittsburgh, Seattle's in the running for me. Now, now I'm looking at the whole list. I uh, knew you'd like this question. Yeah, this is a good question. I'm going to, I'm going to change my answer. I wish the Seahawks had won. I like Seattle really? fans. Instead, we get Damashek celebrating Willie Parker's 17th <laughs> anniversary. So it would have been such a better outcome. Uh, Fast Willie. Do it Look again. at him go. So many bad calls there. If you want to get um, into it. All right. Back to the props. So you like right. that? You like that under for that? The 14 and a half? No, I'm going over. I think, I think uh, history changes course a little bit. Interesting. Go over. Okay. I know it's what else the, do you got? Um, how about this total players to throw for a touchdown pass over two and a half is 25 to one. It's worth a shot, Billy Philly special. Also, you could see Henny for a minute in there. Can Who's, you name the, can you name so that the gets non, every backup QB, every backup QB, every just, I'm trying to think you know, who are the fake, fake Pat or the, the halfback pass or wide receiver pass guys on those teams. They might just do Kelsey it. Like the can Philly, throw, right? Philly special. Yeah. The Philly special is a institution. It could be like that. You know, any of those guys, Valdez Scantling throws it, someone like that. Can you name any of the five who have done it? Non quarterbacks in this game? No, no, just in history. Super Bowl. Oh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Jesus. Well, the dude, the asshole that threw the Eagles one, the Philly special, he's <laughs> one of them. Burton. That, yeah. that, fucking, <laughs> that was on Twitter the other day and I watched it. I don't know what our linebacker is doing. He just falls is standing there. All he has to do is just run forward and plow falls over and it's done. And instead no. he's he's just treats him like he's like an oak tree in the forest. Wasn't in the script. It was originally it was in the script, and I think they took it out to just to build some heat. That was terrible. Mixon, Burton, Randall, McCutcheon, Newhouse. By the way, I don't want to sidetrack a little, but Robert Matt, Newhouse? Robert Newhouse did it. Yeah, my guy. Uh, Liked him. Mad Dog does this. Uh, Mad Dog Russo. We both love him. He does this yeah. trivia contest. And if you go five for five, you get tickets to the Super Bowl. And it's ridiculously hard. And he gets so mad. I don't know if you heard. I found myself in my car listening for like an extra hour. And like a couple of the questions will be like an audio clip. And it'll just sound like anybody like, all right, identify the speaker. And it just sounds like any. <laughs> what sounds to be like an 80 year old man nowadays with like a little bit of a Southern accent. And the clip will be something like oh, all coach was saying is if we get a first down, we're in this game. That's it. He's like, all right, name the speaker. And the guy's like, oh, shoot, I don't know. Ken Stabler. No, it's not Ken Stabler. How <laughs> can you say it's Ken Stabler? It's Earl Morrill. <laughs> it's Earl Morrill. You're missing the point entirely. <laughs> I love it. I can listen. That's for hilarious. Six days. So, so you think we should hire a mad dog to do a trivia show where it's just impossible questions. And then he berates he's so the callers. Mad. He's so he's the <laughs> maddest of all dogs. This. He, and he announced this is the last year they're doing it. That's how mad he is. Oh my God. <laughs> no one's getting it right. That's great. But I like over two and a half touchdown, uh, two and a half players to throw a touchdowns, 25 to one. That's a good one. Yeah. Like Pacheco. Yeah. Yeah, someone's got a trick there. I mean, you're not saving your trick plays, right, for the preseason. Where did you stand on all the Miles Sanders props? Because it was first TD was plus 850 if he gets the first TD. I thought that was pretty high. The Eagles mm -hmm. love to, like, ram it in there, and they usually – they've taken a lot of leads. Anytime TD for him was plus 115, but then this That's one – 
first and last TD of the game, 80 to one. Oh, wow. That's good. So that's a that's fun good. one. Cause if you get the first one, then you're like, oh my God, if, they, like, if he gets the last TD of this game, 80 to one odds. I just wish you could hedge bucks that. On There's that. just no way to hedge after the first one, right? It's still in this day and age. Like you couldn't, you couldn't nah. set up your own hedge there. I, I like Sanders. There's 11 regular season touchdowns. He had two, obviously, last week against San Francisco. I like him at, I think it's like plus 125, 126 for any time touchdown. He's usually yeah. around 105. So I think there's it's down good to plus value 115. Yeah. I think you take your pick, whether you like Sanders or Hurts, to run one in. And uh, I like Sanders. I think it'd be fun to do 10 really long shot ones. Mm-hmm. See if you can hit one of them. Like that 38 to one Phillies defense scores the last yeah. TD. Sanders gets the first and last TD. Just but like do a bunch of those and try to nail one of them. Yeah. It does sound a little Daniel Kellison-y, but yeah. <laughs> we also saw our friend Daniel. What did he hit the safety three years in a row or three out of four years? I think it was like three out of five or something. That was yeah, because he had one. Brady threw one intentional grounding. That was the safety, right? Yeah. Peyton, Peyton got stuffed by Seattle. Can't remember if there was another one, but yeah, it was like two games that started with a safety for sure. There was three. Was there three? There was one I'm even sure before the intentional grounding, or may- maybe, but yeah, they've they've adjusted those uh, yeah. safety odds big time. Um, totals. Can we talk about sacks? Sure, I think so. I like both of these D lines, mm-hmm. and the total sacks for this game. Do you know what it is? It's a five and a half. I thought I saw five and a half. Yeah. Even odds. You can go nuts and say there's going to be a lot of sacks. Mm-hmm. Over eight and a half is plus 610. Wow. And you think about it. So I was looking like I, I, the Chiefs would have to hold up their end of the bargain with that. They'd have to get at least three. Mm-hmm. The Saints played the Eagles a couple weeks. In, what was it in December? And they had six sacks in that game against Minshew. Right. It's now, granted, it was Minshew, not Jalen Hurts. But yeah. The, the Chiefs D-line and the Saints D-line, some similarities. I like that. So I was I thinking like eight and a half, almost six, better than six to one odds for just a good D-line game. I don't know. I like that. You're looking good if it's at five and Chad Henney comes in for whatever reason, right? Um, oh, my God. I, I like plus 610. All right, I wrote that down. See? You've convinced Chad, me on two here. Will Chad Henney come in? Can we bet that one? <laughs> well, he better throw a touchdown pass so I can collect my 25 to one. Yeah, that's a good That'd one. Be fun. I did have um, Chiefs to score exactly. Tw- you could have fun with the total points, exact points. I said Chiefs 27 points is 12 to 1. You might think that's a little high, but they hit that four times this year. And I know they did because they're over under, their over under in games is always 28 or 28 and a half. And they seem to just go under. So it's a little lower this week, but I like 27 at 12 to 1. That, it seems like that should be lower, 27 points. They do have at least two times a game when it seems like they're going to score a touchdown and then something mm-hmm. happens and all of a sudden right. they don't. That reminds me, there's some some kick bets. Missed field goal, yes, is plus 122. Hmm. The most pressure any of these guys of any game they're going to play. And in general, it feels like there's, you know, I guess like if you look at it, the, what is it, like an 80% success rate for field goals, something like that? Yeah. So maybe those are bad odds, but Miss PAT was plus three hundred. This That's was the one I was excited about, though. Yep. I don't remember this. They probably had this, and I just have my wife calls it Billsheimer's when I just can't remember something. Um, total successful field goal distance of the game 
115.5 yards over or under. So it's all the field goals added together. So I guess you would look at that 115. So let's say it's like a 26 yarder. It's 334 yarder. That's 60. Then we get like a 48 yarder. So I think you need four field goals for that to hit. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. But you I figure remember like did, by your Chiefs thing, they'll they'll kick two. So do yeah. the Eagles kick two and does that get us to the one fifteen? It's pretty good. They might just need one, right? Three three right. thirty nine yard field goals is one seventeen, right? But the fun yeah, like part about that is if somebody kicks it's it's indoor it's indoors, it's in Glendale. So somebody kicks like a fifty five yarder in the first mm-hmm. quarter. Now you need like 100.5 yards and you're good to go the yeah. rest of the way. It's, it could be like two well, and a half field goals. Someone kicks a 118 yarder to start. Like you're good. <laughs> you you don't even, if you someone don't kicks a field anything. goal from the stands, you win it automatically. <laughs> yeah, I also 15.5. I wrote down, uh, th- yeah, I remember them doing that with punt yardage. I never saw it with field goals. That's pretty cool. I wrote down missed extra point at plus 300. There were nine in Super Bowl history. And then Kaskowski missed one in 2017 and 2018. Yeah, Butker missed three this year. Elliott missed two this year. It could happen. I, I think three. Yeah, to one I don't is, trust either of those kickers. Yeah, like I, I would think that'd be like plus two forty or something. Three hundred is um maybe worth jumping on. Yeah, I'm bolding that one. Um, so players that we like, if Philly wins, I'm gonna guess that Reddick has a sack in the game. Mm-hmm. That's plus one ninety. Oh, that's good. If the Chiefs win, I'm gonna guess Chris Jones had a sack in the game. Mm. That's plus two forty. Yeah, he was about that. La- oh no, he was even last week, and he got it so early on. I was so mad. Plus two forty though. Pretty plus two forty if you like the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I just find it hard to believe they would win, and it would be like, wow, and they won despite Chris Jones not getting a sack. Right, like he'll definitely right. get a sack if they're winning. Pretty good. Uh, then, um, I really like the tight ends in this game, especially Dallas Goddard, and I did some research on this. So the 60 plus receiving yards adjusted prop for him is mm-hmm. plus 160. Get 60 yards plus 160, you're good. Before he got hurt this year, he had 60 plus yards in eight of 11 games dating back to last year before he got hurt. This year in the playoff games, he was five for 58 and five for 23. But once the San Francisco quarterbacks got hurt, they changed what they were doing offensively. And in general, he was such a weapon for them before he got hurt. And I feel like they had everything clinched. He's kind of just sitting there like waiting to be unleashed. And I feel like they haven't fully had to do that yet, but this would be the game to do it against the chiefs. And I don't know, like his four and a half catches is the over under for his catches. That's minus minus one sixty, which we don't like to bet negative props, mm-hmm. but 60 plus for him. I really like it. Yeah, I like it too. I I have an unreasonable um, hatred for him because uh, this. Why? We all, what did he do well, to you? Nothing. He didn't do anything. But everybody. I mean, I must have gotten it fifty times. The meme. Hey, congratulations! Dallas is in the Super Bowl, and it's a picture of Dallas Goddard. And I was like, okay, enough. Uh, so by Wednesday, why did yeah. people do that to you? Even That's you not funny. wouldn't do that. Even you. No, of course I wouldn't it's not do that funny. to you. I know it's never funny. do that to That's you. That's not funny. Uh, but no, I, I like him. I bet both him and Kelsey to have the first catch. I like Pacheco also, but to make the first reception, I, I think it's very cat and mouse early on. If you want that five yard out, Goddard, I think was plus three thirty for first reception. Uh, like mm, I said, Kelsey I like was two forty. So yeah, I think go tight end heavy with uh, some of these. We love the tight ends. Goddard sixty plus yards with Eagles plus seven and a half for the game is almost two to one plus one ninety two. Oh wow! Yeah, 
Um, and then I don't remember this either. I feel like they're getting better at these props, or at least to entice me. You could bet on who's going to get the first TD and the second TD, and they have combos. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I think the tight ends are going to get the first two DDs. Well, they have that bet. Goddard for the first TD, Kelsey for the second. 75 to 1. Wow. So if you think Philly's going to get the first score, and then KC has the ball, you're like, oh, my God, if Kelsey gets this, 75 to it, 1 odds. do it the other way, too, right? Like an right. exact and a horse race, exact the box, that thing. Yeah. Sanders like and Kelsey – First, second TD is 60 to one. Mm-hmm. I think you have to go into it saying, I think Philly's going to score first, or I think Casey's going to score first and do it that way. Well, what was your San- What's Sanders Sanders? They have that? Sanders to score the first two TDs? Because I know you had, you, I know you liked first and last, but what about just the first two? Yeah, I don't, I'm not with that. You I don't did like so that? much good research. No, I like that. I just didn't, <laughs> but no. at that point, don't you? Don't you want to bet, just bet them for two plus TDs? No, I know you got just got to bet a bunch. You got to bet a bunch of these. We have nothing else after this, Simmons. Yeah, you getting sad yet? Yeah, I think I am. I think <laughs> I am. <laughs> Not like in my Mets as much as I should, and I don't know. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm starting to stare at LeBron when he's going to break his record and minus three hundred on Tuesday versus Wednesday or Thursday. Not as exciting. Sanders. Um, two touchdowns is plus 700. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's, that's not, not bad. That great odds. You're I like the, there. I like when you can get these props up to 60, 75 to one that are realistic. But as we know at the Super Bowl every year, then it's like, oh, Brandon Stokely has the first touchdown of the game. We're like, oh, yeah, everybody loses. Yeah, exactly. What else do you have? Uh, I did have a defensive prop. Darius Slavers, Willie Gay, most tackles. Slay versus Gay. Uh, Willie Gay's a linebacker. Yeah. So he has more shots, but he's kind of banged up. There were even yeah. talk about him having limited action. He had one tackle last playoff game slays at three or more in five of his last six. Uh, the one he didn't was week 18 where they didn't really play everybody against the giants plus plus one eighty for slay over gay there. So, wow. Check that out. I'll give and that then, a yay. <laughs> slay, slay over gay gets a slay yay. Over gay, yay. Uh, and also they have these boxes. They've had this, um, I saw it on Fandle too. They, they have the, the boxes. Like we, we would talk, we were talking about this for years. I know we did where, what do you mean the boxes, the button instead of like making the boxes and everybody puts in 20 bucks and then you, you draw cards to see what your three, three or chiefs, three Eagles, seven, you you could do that now. Like Chiefs seven Eagles. Oh, is 21, not 21 to one. So it could be 20 to 7. So it could you could be 30 bet, You can make your own box. It's like yeah, making have, your own box lunch. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. That Eagles 3, Chiefs 0 is 29 to 1. It's final score. That's the only thing. So you don't, so you don't have quarter. But, you know, if it's 23-20, you win 29 to 1 odds. So I'll be doing like 50 of those. That'll be fun. <laughs> Philly 5 plus sacks is plus 550. You figure if Mahomes is hobbled, hobbled Mahomes. That I think that Eagles D line is really, really, really. It, people have been trying to down it this last week. Of oh, look at the quarterbacks they played and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That those guys they get after it. And I think I'm not a. I one of the reasons I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl was because I thought they would be able to figure out the Tyreek thing because Mahomes is so good. But more importantly, I thought their offensive line was awesome. Mm-hmm. Not sure it's awesome. I no. thought Jacksonville pressured it. A lot. 
Um, I thought Cincinnati was getting in there and making people move around. I, I wouldn't call it like an awesome offensive line. It's well, it's not, fine. No. Yeah, you can't run for over 100 yards. It's not an off awesome offensive line. But right. back to your other point, when you said people were wondering how what quarterbacks they play, have you looked into the Eagles? What People, I know Eagles fans are going to hate me for this. Did you see the last 14 quarterbacks the Eagles faced? Well, that's but there was like God. Can I read you know, they, it? They, Can I read it? It's it's it gets grim when you throw in the playoff ones. Rush, Pickett, Mills, Heineke, Ryan, Rogers, who scored thirty three points, Tannehill, Danny Dimes, Justin Fields, Prescott, who scored thirty four points, Dalton, Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, Josh Johnson. Whoa! Yeah. It's, Be very careful out there. Yeah, it's not. Especially like if Mahomes is doing the goat thing. He's so much better than any guys we just named. It's insane. Yeah, that's not great. I was looking at um that Jacksonville game that KC played that we both thought Jacksonville easily could have won, right? Yeah, they didn't. And take the Eagles are probably a better version of that Jacksonville team in every way. Mm -hmm. But they ran for 144 in that game, Jacksonville. That they were 21 for 144, something like that. And I was trying right. to think like could that be some sort of blueprint for what this game looks like? A better version of Jacksonville, same kind of stuff they were doing in the game. Mm -hmm. um, and that game ended up being, I think, 27-20. But does it look something like that? Because by the second half, it felt like Jacksonville was as good as them. That's not a good sign, I don't think, for the Chiefs. Well, it's tough because Mahomes didn't play, what, a quarter and a half? quarter and a half a quarter and that's right where you had a, you had to minimize Mahomes, and mm -hmm. you had but you asked on the flip side you had two two pretty goofy turnovers from jacksonville oh for sure you know so like think if they don't turn the ball over but yeah Mahomes was was compromised all right so um, you're taking the eagles we know that no i'm leaning <laughs> eagles but i'm not i'm not there yet because I, I the strength of schedule stuff really worries me with them well you would know this how many times was I think it's the same analysis here, right? Like the Chiefs have the better quarterback, but the Eagles have the better, more balanced team. But how many times did Brady? Their lines are better too. Yeah, but how many times did Brady go into that situation and he came out? I got maybe it's not as good as I remember, but yeah, it's so hard to go against the better quarterback. Yeah, it's time. It's Gary Russell time. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Let's do it. <laughs> uh. By the way, so, all right, so this happened. I was given a nondescript player prop, and it was Gary Russell to not score. Uh, it was against Arizona and Pittsburgh to not score a touchdown. And not only did he score a touchdown. on my podcast. On your podcast. Not only did he score a touchdown, but he scored the first touchdown in the second quarter and got three shots at it. If I, if yeah, I'm, they kept ramming it into the line with Gary yeah. Russell. It's like, well, this is just personal at this point. And then we heard that uh, at another Super Bowl party far, far away, uh, a man laughed, a woman laughed. They got together like, why are you laughing? Like, well, because Cousin Sal, we listened to Simmons. And that couple got married. And we don't know um, if they have kids, if they, you know. They've if, never uh, emailed us. They yeah, named their son weird. Gary and their next son Russell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their son's Gary and Russell. And then, well, and then they were off. That was, um, was that 10 years ago? No, no, that was 2009. That was oh yeah, 14 years ago. 14 well, the, years. The ago. funniest one ever was Hank Kanoski. Yeah, Henry. Yeah, Henry. Hen Henry. Henry Kanoski. Henry Kanoski. Yeah, and I had Fozzie Whitaker too. Was a good one too. With the what was the Kanoski one? It was like minus 
zero and a half catches and you yeah. went under on catches and they threw him a screen <laughs> under a quarter. half a catch. Yeah. I'm going to win this year. By the way, Gary okay. Russell, I looked his rookie cards going for 99 cents on eBay. If you want it, if you want to snatch okay. that up, that's what they're right. asking. You could probably make a deal. You ready for this? Isaiah, you have a drum roll. Well, can no? I, can I buy the yes. Gary Russell card and put it next to my NFT of Damashek praising Willie Parker's <laughs> Touchdown I think you from could 17 do that. years ago. All right. There's another Super Bowl they might not shouldn't have won, right? Yeah. Arizona. Crazy. Um, all right, you ready? Here it is. My Gary Russell annual no name player prop of the year goes to Jody Fortson, tight end, Kansas City Chiefs, number eight. Third stringer. To score a touchdown at plus eight fifty. Yes, I know I don't have to explain this to you, Simmons. I know you're aware. He played college football at Valdosta State after transferring from Erie Community College, then was signed by the Chiefs undrafted 2019. He had COVID in December 21, which is about 13 months ago, which is, I think, now people with 13 months rest, that's when they're at their best. Two touchdowns, nine receptions this year. I read in two separate articles, unless they were copying each other, that he creates red zone mismatches. Two articles. Shirtless pictures on Instagram. If you want to check him out, he's going to snag a third quarter touchdown. Cash my plus 850. There you go. Jordy Fortson, tight end. What's his first name? Jody, I think. Jody, Jody Fortson. You just called him Jordy. I did? Jordy? <laughs> Jody Fortson and Jordy Fortson. <laughs> Bet Jody. That, that guy might play. I like that one. So you So three tight end lineup. They're on like the one and a half yard line. It seems like they're going to ramp Pacheco in. Nope. Mm -hmm. It's a little little delayed rollout for our guy Fortson. Is that 87? No, it's 88. By the way, McCall Hardman. That's higher. Hardman's probably not playing. You know, we saw them throw to weird second string receivers. You're right. I think they're getting smarter about it. They're going three tight end sets, two tight end sets. Jody Fortson. Plus 850 right seems there. low. Well, I like it's going it. to win. It's going to win. So they got to pay it. I forgot to give you this one. Kelsey, 25 receiving yards each half was minus 145. That was the only minus one I liked. Wow. Interesting. It seems like I'm he can't now. get to 25 each each half. I'm right it's now. 50 then. yards. It's minus 145. The second best tight end of all time. He can't get 25 yards basically, each thing. Yeah, it's three receptions each half, right? And um, there's one other one. They they have, Fando had or bets, which I've never seen, where it's like, First TD, and they give you two choices, but you get both of them. Mm -hmm. So it's, if you think Philly's going to score the first TD, it's going to be a pass. Devontae Smith or Goddard, first TD, six to one. I like oh, Goddard. I, I I don't think I did. I did my whole Goddard thing. Um, yeah. You could say a Philly receiver. I think it's going to be one Brown or Devontae. Well, bet them both. Plus 490, first TD. Wow. Hertz or Goddard is five to one. Kelsey or Goddard, if you just want either tight end, that's plus 410. And then oh, Kelsey or too. Sanders is plus three thirty, but I like Hold all on. of those. I gotta write. I don't write this fast. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll text them to you. I like that. I like that. But you lot. can do. You can basically do. Uh, you can pick four of them and try to hit one of the four with Goddard attached. Mm -hmm. But the Brown Devontae is fun too because that's like just a thirty yard touchdown to one of those two guys. Five What'd to you one. Say that was six. Oh, five plus four ninety. Four ninety. All right. But I like uh, Devontae or, or Goddard first TD six to one, I think is my favorite because you're hmm. getting the most value in that. Oh, man. I'm going to bet all this crap. I can't wait. I can't wait to sit. It's like 14 hours on the toilet for me. 
um, between now and Sunday. It's going to be a beautiful thing. By the way, they have cross sport. Uh, I don't know if they've hit Fandle yet, but they have some Jalen Brown points minus a half against the Grizzlies or How do Eagles. they have cross sport when these NBA guys with two hours for the game are just like, yeah, I'm not playing. Well, that just, it'll just like go away. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Or Eagles points. Eagles or Jalen Brown? What do you go with? Who are the Celtics playing? Grizzlies. Oh, their home. a lot of wings to throw at Jalen. I would take the Eagles points. All right. That feels like a 22 point game. Will Bill Simmons be able to watch Super Bowl halftime commercials from his cryogenic chamber on Sunday? Yes, minus 400. You know, I was thinking the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show is longer. It does yes. give me time to zoom down there. I know it. I knew you would think of that. <laughs> Total field goals versus uh, decapitations on The Last of Us. That could be interesting. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> How many decapitations have we had so far? I don't We've had a few. I might have made that up. I don't know. <laughs> Andy reads the halftime people... bowel movement, uh, over 13 and a half pounds. <laughs> I like that. It's very, very high pressure. They should be, they should have a Super Bowl prop of Andy Reid screwing up some sort of game management thing at the end of the first half. Yeah. It's been a while. Where it's like, will Andy Reid be awkwardly criticized, but not really by the announcers because they don't want to go too hard on Andy Reid, but he clearly did something really stupid. <laughs> you know, like, like where uh like where they get the ball two and a half minutes left, throw it three times. And somehow the other team has the ball back before the two minute warning. He loves yeah. that. See Cincinnati. Yep. I'm uh, making my prop of, of the week. The Philly defense will score the last TD at 38 to one. I'm locking that one down. I like that. on the gambling fuck job, bizarro Stanford band, whatever that we should, people should send us suggestions that should have a name that play because how many times have we been in a gambling situation? And all I've of a sudden never that been ball on is getting lateraled around. Yeah, never, never ever. Nobody's no ever like, has. oh, this worked out for me. I won. No one's been on the winning side of that. And you know, as soon as it's like, oh, the guy's backpedaling. Oh, my God. And it, uh, oh, no. Oh, we've, we've been crying for years about like gambler's insurance to be, um, you know, to be, yeah, yeah basically be, we, we don't get caught up in a missed extra point or some kind of weird lateral. This is it. You're right. Last score, any other touchdown, 38 to one. I think this is the insurance we have to take out. Let's do some parent corner. Parent corner brought to you by CarMax. As always, feel confident that you found the perfect car with a third day money back guarantee from CarMax. Now you have 30 days to be absolutely sure your car is the right fit or you can return the car for any reason for a full refund up to 1,500 miles. Get the ultimate peace of mind with the love your car guarantee only from CarMax. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax. Car buying reimagined. Are you getting Archie going to have a car when he goes to college? He has one now. Yeah, we got him. A, You're going to let him drive I, it up I there, though? Just got him something really cheap. I was like, I don't care if it's safe or what. Just whatever's the cheapest thing. And um, yeah, well, it depends where it is. I don't think he will for the first year. What are you doing? What are you doing with Zoe? Oh, Zoe's place? going to school in a city. No car for her. Really? Smart. Yeah. Uber, Uber and uh, MBTA for her. <laughs> well, that's going to cost more than a car. Nah, right? it'll be fun. Um, what do you got for parent corner? Uh, all right. So my middle child, I don't, I don't use the Jack too much in the uh, parent corner. Yeah. Jack Romo. I named him after uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. Tony Romo. Um, Thanks he for that, Sal. Great job, Sal. <laughs> Someone's got to be nice to Tony. <laughs> um, he is uh, switching schools next year. And so he went to the orientation for the new school. 
and the wrestling coach was there. And so he's taking all like eighth graders who are going into oh, ninth yeah. grade next year. And uh, they have a program Monday and Wednesday after school, which is after the regular wrestling practice also. And they roll around for an hour and they teach him moves and everything. And Jack jumped right to it. And I was like, wow, I'm proud of this kid. I wrestled. I love it. Short of sending your kid to the army. It's terrific. It's best for like, you know, teaching discipline and just, you know, just team sport, but also individualized. And it was really, really yeah. great. And so he goes Monday and Wednesday. And I was like, listen, you're going to suck at first because you just don't know moves. Right. And you're going to go up yeah. against kids who know moves and they're heavier. He's, he's light. He's, he's, he's tall, but thin he's, I'm going to say tall to me doesn't mean he's tall, but you know, he's like about 115 pounds. So I was like, you're just, it's not, it's going to be tough. And I, I roll with him a little bit. And so the other day I pick him up, I'm like, uh, how'd it go? And he's like, Oh, it was good. But coach hit me with a kendo stick. I said, what? He said, yeah, coach got mad and started hitting some kids with a kendo stick. I was like, wait a minute, like hard hitting him. He's like, well, he wasn't happy because we weren't listening and we weren't doing it right. But then after he hit us, we did it right. I was like, Hmm. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, <laughs> he's injecting WWE, um, you know, like a, no disqualification rules into um, high school wrestling, amateur wrestling. I was like, and then I was thinking, I was like, well, did it hurt? He's like, a little bit. It just, it was just weird. And I said, what did, did you do better? He's like, yeah, my sprawling's a lot better now. And I said, all right, fine. I guess that works for me. <laughs> Should I be more upset than that? I was like, well, who, right. is, who is his coach? Mick Foley? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Terry Funk? His coach is Terry Funk. And some, a little bit of The Undertaker in him. Yeah, I mean, he's like some MMA guy, but he's also wrestling and, and he mixes it all together. And he's got a, I might start uh, carrying a kendo stick, though, because the shit works. So there you go. For now, I'm okay with Can it. Can we buy kendo sticks? Can I get that on Amazon? How online. do I get them? Listen, if we could, I think Ben Simmons would have had three by now, but. But, but no, I think you yeah. can get a kendo stick. <laughs> so there you go. Pain works. Jack Romo Iacono now wrestling. Yeah. I'm excited. Amazing. $59 kendo sticks on uh, Amazon. Um, for my parent corner. Well, first of all, my dad's coming this week with two of his brothers. Oh, yeah. To, to visit. And we're all going to watch the Super Bowl. And I just feel like that means it's going to be a good game. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why we would have the power to swing the outcome of a game, but I just feel like it's going to be good. <laughs> Under 14 and a half, largest lead. There you yeah. go. So my son for Christmas, he got, he bought me sneakers, vintage Nike Celtic sneakers that he was all excited about. They're green Celtic sneakers, hard to get. He, he always goes, he knows like all these places on Melrose. Mm -hmm. buys me these sneakers and he's super proud of himself. What a great gift. You'll wear them. I'm like, thanks. So as you know, it's the weather's not been great, right? It's been rainy. Mm -hmm. It's been muddy. Like I haven't broken out the sneakers. I never wore them. And, uh, a month passes. And then Carrie, my wife texts me and says, um, I have your parent corner for this week. I'm, I'm like, what is it? So she calls me, tells me the following story. My son, there's some new place that he found where you can sell vintage sneakers that haven't been worn yet. And he realized he could get more money for the sneakers that he gave me for Christmas than he paid. He took the sneakers out of my closet in the box and took them back to Melrose and made like 30 bucks more on the sneakers. 
And and when I confronted him about it, I was, like, I was like, where are the sneakers you got me? I was going to wear them. He's like, oh, I sold them on Melrose. You weren't wearing them. <laughs> that was it. He sold my Christmas gift. The Christmas gift he gave me sold and made a $30 profit. And now I have no gift. Now you're shoeless. You're walking around with nothing. I don't, wow. I don't know how we're going to top that one for Paracorder. That's pretty damn good. Now, let me ask you something. I don't know if he something. did it intentionally to be on Paracorder. Like, remember like when uh, <laughs> our beloved Uncle Frank, after about three years on JKL, he kind of got a little hip to it. And he would be like intentionally doing things to see if it could become a segment. And then there, had, there ended up having to be a whole chess match with him right, to still right. trick him into doing stuff where he wouldn't know. So I don't know if he's like wanted to be on Parent Corner, but it was an would, aggressive move by him. Would he did would, did he think he was going to get caught? Like if your wife didn't say anything, would he have gotten away with well, it? Well, she saw he was leaving with a knapsack, and <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, what are they? And it was the box was jammed in the back of it, and she's like, "What's going on? Why? What is in the thing?" And then he uh -huh. like confessed. He wanted to get busted. That's great. Now, a part of you have to be you must be shaking your head, but also. If he was going to make $130 on him, you would be like, all right, that's my entrepreneurial. That's great. Right. But I mean, 30, the thing is, I, not enough. this is not like a, the most fiscally responsible kid. Like we had, you know, there'd be like Thai food getting ordered at our house at 1045 at night. Like, right. you know, he's not, I wouldn't exactly call him like a, a budget guy. So gotcha. I don't really know. I think he just got mad at him, wear the shoes and decided oh, to get a redo. Interesting. Okay. Well, if it's that, yeah. so, so do you get another gift or is that it? You didn't use your gift. So you got to wait till next year. I think I'm out. I think I just didn't get a <laughs> gift this year. <laughs> this is the kid in charge of me much later in my life when I'm either dying or I'm in, you know, I need a nurse or whatever. This will be, this will be decide, the person deciding my destiny. <laughs> Maybe he'll get you a kendo stick. Everybody's happy. <laughs> Sit me over the head. All right. Yeah. That was parent corner brought to you by CarMax. CarMax makes shopping for a car easy for everyone. Tens of thousands of CarMax certified cars to choose from. There is a perfect match for your budget in life. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax car buying reimagined. So you're going to Phoenix. Yes. On Extra Tuesday. Point staff is headed to uh, Glendale with the Omaha Productions. Harry will be there. A bunch of us. Damashek. We're doing it from uh, Radio Row. Willie and, Parker. Uh, it's going to be fun. Fast Willie. I don't know. He's too fast. He might just run through Radio Row. We might not even notice. He's so fast. It's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Wish Damashek a happy 17-year anniversary for me. I will. Also, real what quick. What is that, a silver anniversary or golden? I can't, what is 17? 17, 17 I can't remember. 17 is uh, Kendo. Platinum? I, think. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one. Uh, play our free contest, Extra Point Super Prop Challenge, sponsored by Heineken 0, .0. $1,057 to the winner. ExtraPoints.com wow. slash arcade. Oh, yeah. We're not screwing Awesome. Around. So we'll help, be... me, help me with this LeBron thing real quick. He needs 36 yeah. points plus 240 at OKC. Sorry, home against OKC or Milwaukee is the next game minus 300. I'm thinking Milwaukee. That's a TNT game minus 300. I think here's my take. If LeBron doesn't break the record on Tuesday, we spent mm -hmm. two more days talking about it, right? Yeah. He's a smart man. He'll take, he'll break it if it's in the course of the game and they need to win the game. They kind of do need to win these games. They do right? kind of need to win the game. That's the thing. But if there's a way for him not to break it and to have like, you know, 29, 12 assists, 10 rebounds, and he can go that direction. Yeah. And then get the two more days of, you know, because right. people aren't really talking about it yet. 
and now this Kyrie trade happened. Kyrie's coming to um, LA on Wednesday playing with Luca and like there's, and then all these other trades. So I feel like he's better off stringing this out and doing it on Thursday. He could that would be my back. advice to him if I was at his inner circle. I'm it, like, yeah, it's man, a home get like game. 25. Yeah, it's a home game. It's a TNT game. It's against Kareem's old team, right? Milwaukee. Yeah. Even if they lose that, I'm doing that. Minus 300. I got to pair it with a Super Bowl prop. You Maybe. could say this is the best four-day stretch of basketball since 2012 when um, both you, you teams were in the it. playoffs. And the, you could say it. I no, in, in L.A., there's four oh. straight games. It's LeBron trying to break the scoring record against mm-hmm. both games are good. And then um and then the Clippers are playing Dallas Wednesday and then the yeah, Lakers true. on Friday. So that's I think true. it's four straight days of games. You're right. Am I doing that right? No. Three or three of four three or whatever. Three out of four. You know what? We yeah, should do an emergency four. NBA podcast right now. Let's just do it. <laughs> it's like, Kyrie, you got traded again. <laughs> It's an emergency. It's not an emergency. He asked for a trade every three weeks. I texted you that Kyle wasn't producing today because I think he's at some NASCAR Speedway event. And you texted yeah. me back, Kyle Irving. <laughs> Kyle Irving. Kyrie's more responsible. Ky- Ky- Kylie Irving. Kylie Irving. Um, the podcast was produced by our guy, Isaiah Blakely, who unfortunately yeah. um, thought he was just going to cruise in and do just you and me. And now he did a two-parter. So sorry to him and thanks to him. Um, and Sal, I'll see you on Sunday night. You'll be in some dinky room somewhere in Arizona and we'll talk about Super Bowl, whatever number this is. Yes, whatever is will. this? 57. 50, 57. There 57. you go. All right. Nice. Good job by you, cuz. Good job by you, buddy.